Life Audio. Hey, sis, and welcome to Inside Out with Courtney. It's a podcast that helps thousands of women all around the globe, just like you, grow in Christ, character, calling, career, and community. Join me along with occasional guests as we talk about biblical truths, overcoming issues of life as Christian women, while also being encouraged and equipped for every good work as we await the return of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Courtney Richard, and after a quick commercial break, we'll get ready to start growing from the inside out. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, again, welcome to the show. It is 2024. Oh, yes, it is. I am so super excited and pumped about this year. I don't know about you, but I am just feeling so super excited about this year. But let me tell you something. You have tuned into this episode because you want to grow spiritually, professionally, personally, and physically. And I'm going to talk to you about that today. But um, for some of you, maybe you've had a great year. Maybe 2023 was good. Um, But for some of you listening to this, maybe it was hard, maybe it was challenging and you're looking for something fresh and new and you're looking for God to move in some greater ways. And let me tell you, I understand. I totally, totally get it. Um, My beginning of 2023 was hard. Uh, The end of 2022 was hard. And one day I'll be able to share that story. But it was hard for me. And then 2023 just took off. I had a major event, revival. A lot of you know about that was happening and it just was a lot to do. It was a big, big, huge endeavor and it was amazing. It was life-changing. I give God all of the glory for that. But before that happened, it was some serious, serious warfare. It's a great attack. And so it was one of the hardest things actually that I've had to go through in my life. And so again, I say that to say that I get it. If this year you're feeling like I am ready for something new, I'm ready for something fresh, Last year was really hard, but I also get it if you're excited about this new year and I'm excited about this new year. So wherever you are, this is going to be, I think, a life changing episode for you. And I think it's just going to be an amazing year. I'm just going to go ahead and speak that right. And I think it's going to be an amazing year. And here's the thing, whatever we go through in this year, God is going to be with us, no matter if it's good, no matter if it's hard, no matter if it's challenging. Uh, Let me tell you something, God is going to be with us through it all. And so let's just go ahead and trust him through it. My word for the year is growth. And isn't it something that we're going to be talking about that? 
And like, this is the top episode for the year. And listen, no matter when you are listening to this episode, I believe that it's going to be a timely episode for you. So whether you're listening to this in January, February, March, April, May, or all throughout the year, no matter when, I just believe that these are going to be some timeless tips for you. All right. So don't worry about that. But this year for me, my word is growth. And the scripture this year for me is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That is the passage of scripture that I'm leaning into this year. Um, There's another verse that I'm leaning into that I'm going to share with you in just a bit. But for starters, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that. So question for you, what is your word and your scripture for this year? I want to know about it. Let me know. You can email me at insideoutwithcourtney at gmail.com. I'm definitely going to be praying for you with that word um, and with the actual verse for you. And so uh, just see how God moves through it. All right. So you know how I like to start. I always like to break down words. And so the word today is, of course, grow. And so to grow means to spring up and develop to maturity, to be able to expand in some place or a situation to increase in size, uh, or to have increasing influence, to become increasingly attractive. Now, I'm going to talk about all of this in detail in just a moment, but some of the key words that I want you to think about is, one word is develop. You heard that in the definition. The next one is to expand. The next one is size of growth. Maybe it's growing your audience, growing your platform, growing your reach, uh, growing your influence, growing your effectiveness, right? Growing your impact, whatever that is, growing spiritually. I'm going to talk about that. That's the first one I'm going to talk about today. But think about that. Even growing, you know, more, being more attractive, being more attractive. Like for me, I'm going to talk about physical fitness at the end. So stay tuned for that. But um, I don't want you to miss any of the points that I'm going to share with you. But maybe it's boosting the way that you look so that you can feel better, look better, all the things. And this is not about vanity. This is not about, you know, self-glorification and things like that. But it's about taking care of the temple. And so again, I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit, but how do you want to grow this year? So if you think about these four areas, where would you like to grow the most? I think that's going to be like a fun little thing to do. Like think about that from the least to the greatest or from the greatest to the least. I think that would be a fun exercise. So how do you want to grow this year? So without further delay, we're going to go ahead and dive in. Are you ready? Okay, let's go ahead and do it. So number one is all about spiritual growth. And so the thing that I want you to do is to assess where you are right now. I really want you to think about your life and your spiritual growth and see where you are. So I'm going to ask you some questions and in all of these, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kick it off with that before I start giving some how to's. The number one first question I have for you is how's your prayer life? Is it quick? Is it rushed? Or is it good? Are you like good at sitting at Jesus's feet and just being still before the Lord and just talking to him and being still enough to listen to his guidance and his direction. I mean, how are you with your prayer life? Or is it something that you feel like, oh, I need to be better at that because it's really quick because I'm off, you know, to the races, I'm rushing, doing all the things. And one of the things that I would tell you about prayer life, you know, is really just talking to God all throughout the day. Cause that's what I do. I talk to him all throughout the day. Now, while I may have a time where I'm dedicated to prayer, like literally I will be in my bedroom and I would just kind of walk the floor and talk to God and pray to him and confess, you know, anything that I need to confess or get right or forgive anyone or do all those things, kind of give you an inside track of my prayer life, you know, if I'm praying for my family or my marriage or my kids 
or, you know, friends or my online audience, my community, uh, my church family, my pastor, you know, things like that. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for my own endeavors, things that I'm embarking upon. And so those are the things that I pray for, you know, during my time. And I take some dedicated time for that. Sometimes, you know, I will take a drive. Sometimes I will just lay prostrate on the floor. I have an episode on just, you know, the different postures of prayer. And so things like that, like, what does it look like? What does it look like to worship God? Do you spend time just being with God? Because worship is obedience. Worship is, you know, yes, it's putting on music and listening to it and, you know, being in the presence of God. But worship is a lifestyle. Worship is worshiping the one who created you. It's giving praise unto him. It's spending time with him. It's listening to him. It's being obedient to him. That's what worship is. And so what does worship look like for you? And then the other thing I would ask you is how's your devotional time? Is it good? Are you diving in deep? Are you getting some good study time in? Do you feel like, you know, hey, I'm doing five minutes or 15 minutes? Or do you have a good hour, 30 minutes to spend with God, like in the word and really just allowing his written word to speak to you? Because that's what it is. It's his way of communicating with you. It's his way of instructing you and giving you wisdom and direction and encouragement and comfort and healing and hope and strength. There's so much. It's knowledge. It's helping you to learn how to live the life. I I find that when we are too far away from the word of God is when we start acting out of character, is when we start getting a little bit more carnal or when we start you know, saying things, doing things, thinking things, watching things that we shouldn't be involved in, shouldn't be engaged in, shouldn't be entertained by. You know, I'm going to do an episode on watching your leisure time. So stay tuned for that. Um, but it's so important for us to spend that time. It's not just a checking off of a box of saying, okay, I'm going to go ahead and spend my devotional time with God. And then I'm going to jump into all the things that I want to do today or the work that needs to be done, whether you work outside of the home or inside of the home. Um, it's just having that unhurried focused time with God. And sometimes you have to fight for that focus because there's so many things vying for our attention. The enemy is really good at that. That is a strategy for him to distract us with the phone and others and wanting to do other things and wanting to be creative and create content and go on social media and do all the things. But God calls us to just be still and to just sit at his feet because he longs to spend time with us. And so how is your devotional time? And then the other thing I would say is consider doing a fast this year. You might be doing a fast or maybe not. And no matter when, once again, you're listening to this episode, you can do a fast at any time. One of the fasts that I like, of course, is a 21 day fast as a Daniel fast, but also you can do a modified fast just the way that God calls you to do it. You can do a full fast where you're just drinking liquids. It could be broth. It could be just water. It could be juice and water, uh, things like that. It's just a liquid fast for 24 hours. Of course, if you have any medical conditions or anything like that, definitely want to consult your doctor. But fasting is biblical. Jesus fasted before he went into his ministry. There were so many. Nehemiah fasted before he rebuilt the wall. There's so many in the Bible. Esther fasted before she went to save her people from annihilation, before she went before the king. So Think about that. Fasting is a very good biblical principle and it's all about growing. It's all about, you know, seeking God and growing spiritually and asking his advice and his wisdom before you embark upon anything, even fasting to be delivered from sin, because sometimes, you know, some things will not go away. The Bible tells us without prayer and fasting. So consider doing a fast this year. 
All right. Another way that you can grow spiritually is to look at the books on your shelf. Do you have any spiritual books on your shelf? And if you do, I like to call this go to shelf university because you have such a wealth of knowledge that is sitting right on your bookshelf. And so just kind of scan the titles and see what's going to be a good book to dive into this year, this month, today, tonight, right? So think about that. Look at your shelf. Like for real, I just took off so many books off my shelf because I want to dive in this year. I want to just grow in knowledge, knowledge of the word of God. Like that's my number one book, but then knowledge in other books. And I'll talk a little bit more about this in a little bit. But I want you to examine your bookshelf, okay, and see what books can you take off the shelf and take a deep dive in and grow in the knowledge of it and then apply it. Apply the things that God wants you to apply in your life, okay? And this is from a spiritual perspective. We're going to talk about professional next, but I'm talking about from a spiritual perspective. What are some spiritual books that you have on your shelf that you can begin to open up, read, dive into? Maybe take 30 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe read on your break, whatever it is, whether you work from home or not, and just take some time. Or maybe it's before you go to bed, or maybe it's the first thing in the morning after you read the word. Consider diving into one of those books, okay? Break out your highlighters, break out your pen, go ahead and, you know, just just mark it up, mark it up, but grow. And don't forget, have a journal or a notebook beside you when you do this. So examine your life, sister. I want you to do that. If you're a brother listening to this, examine your life. James 4, 8 says, draw closer to God and he will draw closer to you. So this year, make a conscious effort to grow spiritually to the father. Personally, this is a very big goal for me this year to draw closer to God. Again, in knowledge, focused reading. I literally pray for that this morning that, you know, I can just fight off those temptations to start diving into work and all the things that God has created and called me to do. Because listen, the Bible does talk about being anxious to do the will of God. And I am, but I'm very, very interested in spending focused, unhurried, dedicated, quiet time with the Lord and fighting off the enemy as he tries to get me to start focusing on other things. And so I just encourage you to draw closer to God this year. And let me tell you something, when you do this, I believe he's going to change you from the inside out. So how can you grow more spiritually this year? Think about that. All right. So let's move on to point number two, which is professional growth. So this should be fun. I don't know about you, but I feel like this one's going to be fun. So how do you want to grow professionally or ministerially? I'm going to go ahead and say that. And I want you to dream a bit. Think about it. What is a vision that God has shown you this year? What are some of the things that you've been thinking about a lot or just been writing down in your journal or writing down in your notepad and just saying, Lord, I really, really want to do this. Or, you know, maybe it's something that God is impressing upon your heart and it's a vision that he has given to you because vision can come two ways. Vision can come by God giving you something and showing you something that he wants you to do that you never even thought you would be doing. And then vision can come where now you have this great desire to do, like Nehemiah. Nehemiah just all of a sudden had this burden to rebuild the wall for his people, to protect them. That is how they were protected, by these walls, okay? And so he had this heart to be able to do this and this burden and passion. And so he prayed and he fasted and he sought the Lord and he sought him for resources to be able to do this. And then there's Noah, right? Noah was not looking to build a boat. He had never even thought about a boat. He didn't even know what that was. What is an ark? Like, 
That was a vision that God had and he wanted to fulfill that, right? And so he called Noah. And so sometimes God will call us to do things and sometimes, you know, he'll place something on our hearts and then all of a sudden we have this great burden to do. And so in all of that, it's vision. And so how are you preparing yourself to be able to fulfill the vision that God has given you? Now, a passage of scripture that a lot of us are familiar with is Habakkuk 2.2. And it says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. Now, in context, this particular book is actually an end times book. And you know, I'm an end times warrior, okay? But I want you to think about this even in regards to any vision that God gives you, because this is a vision that God gave Habakkuk. And during this time, it was something that was going to come to pass later on. And so God will give you a vision and then he's going to work it out. He's going to work it out through you. Okay. He's going to work it out in time. He's going to use you to move forth and to do some things. Okay. And so with that being said, you want to write it down, whatever it is God is showing you, because at an appointed time, it's going to come to pass. Now, Proverbs 29, 18, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this because this one says, where there is no vision, people perish. I'm going to say that one more time. Where there is no vision, people perish. You have to have a vision, a plan, a blueprint. And so again, what is God showing you? Is it for you to prepare for a promotion on your job? If you're working, are you wanting to be promoted to the next level? If so, you've got to get ready for it. This is professional. This is ministerial, okay? You know, is it a new job opportunity that you want to embark upon? Is it a career change? Is it a new endeavor that God is calling you to work on right now? Is it a new ministry for you to join at your church or for you to enhance? Is it your own ministry? Is it something that you want to start? Is it a nonprofit organization? What is it? Is it a new platform that you want to be on where you can share the word of God or you can share your expertise on to be able to help others? Is it a new business idea or a new venture? Are you looking to get into entrepreneurship? Are you looking to be a Christian creative? What is it that you're trying to do right now? What is God showing you? What is your purpose? What do you feel like God is calling you to do at this very moment in this season? Is there a product or a service that you need to create? Whatever it is, God is calling you right now to get ready for it, to prepare yourself for it. I believe right now, God has given me a now word for you right now. He's saying to prepare, to get ready for it, okay? So how do you get ready? Well, I'm gonna share a few tips with you on how, because we're talking about how to grow professionally and in all these various ways. So number one is to pray. I want you to seek God for wisdom. The next thing is to read books or to listen to audiobooks to grow, all right? Watch videos. You can listen to or watch videos on YouTube. A lot of times we're listening to these videos, whether we're cooking, sweeping, mopping the floor, doing all the things or driving. A lot of times we are listening to videos these days, okay? Sometimes we watch them, but sometimes we listen. But pull up some videos on Vimeo or YouTube, or you can maybe look at some reels or TikToks or whatever it is that you listen to or watch from. But go ahead and grow in this way. And then the other way would be to attend a conference in your industry or your ministry focus. The biggest thing is I want you to really seek it out, like seek out how to grow professionally. And I talked a little bit about seeking God for wisdom. First of all, let me just say what wisdom is. Wisdom is actually knowing what to do. In James 1, 5, it talks about that, like ask God, seek him first. So it says this, if any of you lacks wisdom, then you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault 
and it will be given to you. And that without finding fault part is all about God's not going to rebuke you. There's another passage that says he's not going to rebuke you for asking. So ask him for wisdom. In the Old Testament, a lot of times, and I know this is from the new, but a lot of times they would be so afraid to like talk to God. But we don't have to be afraid to talk to the father. He's saying, listen, I'm not going to rebuke you. Ask me for wisdom. In the book of James, that's what it's saying. So ask the Lord for wisdom. And I'm going to add this little caveat to it. Ask others for wisdom too, because we want to balance out scripture and not just take one verse and run with it. So yes, we talk to God. We ask him for wisdom. But he also says that we can ask others as well. So Proverbs 11:14 says this. Where no counsel is, the people fail. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So we want to make sure that we are seeking others as well and saying, what should I do about this? What do you think about this? Pray first and then go to someone and say, what do you think about this? Ask for wise counsel. Ask multiple people, like their advice. Think about it. Like say, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And at the end of the day, because you've already prayed about it, God is going to give you wisdom He's going to give you knowledge. He's going to give you understanding. He's going to give you a way forward because you have sought multiple counselors and there is safety in that before you move on your own, before you start doing your own thing, before you start doing something that is out of God's will or out of alignment for what he wants you to do. So seek him and seek others for wise, godly counsel. Okay. So how are you growing professionally and ministerially this year? Well, all right, before we take a quick break, I want to let you know about my newly revised life management planner for busy Christian women. And guess what? It's free, totally free. So you can go ahead and grab it in the show notes, or you can go to my website at CourtneyRashara.com. I'm going to go ahead and spell that for you. It's C-O-U-R-T-N-A-Y-E, Richard, like Richard.com. Okay, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to share more on how to grow in some more ways this year. Okay, so stay tuned for more. Welcome back. Let's go ahead and dive into the next two ways of how you can grow this year. So number three is all about how to grow personally. So first off, what are some of your personal goals this year? Think about your life. What are some of your personal life goals? Do you want to take a personal or girls trip? Do you want to take a getaway with God? That's something that I want to do this year. Do you want to pick up a new hobby or, you know, something that just gives you life? What do you want to do that is going to bring you more joy this year? I mean, think about some things that you want to do that you can enjoy. So what is it? And then the other thing I would ask you is let's go a little bit deeper. Let's go inside of your personal life a little bit. So how do you want to grow as a woman of God? You know, if you're a single woman, if you're a single mother, how do you want to grow in that area? How do you want to grow if you're married? You know, if you're a wife, how do you want to grow? If you're a daughter, if you are a leader, if you are a creative, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, how do you want to be better? Think about that. I want you to really think about that. And another thing too, I want you to think about is how can you be more generous this year? The Bible talks a lot about generosity and about giving to others. And so that's definitely something that I want to do more of this year. And so think about how can you be more generous? All of this is all about helping you to grow personally. So I want you to examine your life, examine your activities, your dreams, your goals, your thoughts, and your desires. Because here's the thing about desires. 
there's actually a prerequisite to that. All right. Psalm 37, four, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So did you hear that? The first part, delight yourself in the Lord and know that God is never going to give you something that doesn't align with his perfect will. But he does promise that when you delight yourself in him, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. And so that's not a suggestion. That's not an idea. That's not like a a good thought. That's the word of God. He's a good, good father. And so he knows what's going to be good for you. And so just trust him in that. I want to encourage you to trust him in that because some people will say, well, that scripture is there, but I haven't gotten the desires of my heart. And so what I'm going to tell you is just to wait on God and to trust him for his best, because he knows exactly what's best for you. But what he's telling us to do is delight ourselves in him. And then what he's going to give us the desires of our heart. So personally, I want to say something as a desire of my heart this year is for me to read more, read more of the word, read more of the books on my shelf. Remember I said I was going to mention what is my personal goal. And that's it for me. I want to be able to read more and gain more knowledge in the the things that I'm reading because I want to be better as a woman of God. I want to be better as a wife. I want to be better as a mother. My kids are older. So uh, I have young adult kids and my son, my youngest at the time of this taping is a senior this year. And so I want to be a, a, a better mom for them, praying for them, encouraging them through text messages, because that's just the way that they communicate a lot these days. Um, and just, you know, sending in Bible verses and encouragement and wisdom as they ask and things like that. But, um, also to my audience, you know, I want to be able to serve my listening audience, my readers, my, uh, viewers, the women that I minister to, even on a local level around me in my community and my city around all the surrounding areas in various States that are the, the countries that God will allow me to travel to, to be able to serve them with the word of God, to serve you, the listener. And so that's something that I want to do. And that's a personal goal for me. So I'm going to ask you again, how do you want to grow more this year personally? All right. So the last one that I want to talk about is growing physically. Now, do you have any fitness goals for the year? That's what I want to ask you. Do you have any fitness goals? Now, for some of you, you're going to run away. You're going to like, you know what? I'm tuning this off because I don't have any fitness goals. I really don't want to work out. I don't like to work out or that's not something that I want to focus on this year. And so if you feel that way, I totally understand. I'm not a fan of working out, but I know how important it is to take care of our temples because we only get one. That's right. We only get one temple. And so God wants us to take care of that temple. That's where his Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. And so if we want longer life, we want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves the best way that we can. Uh, no, we're not in control of anything, but if we can control some things, we can ask the Holy Spirit to help us to control our appetites and that we can work out. We can make a choice to work out. Now, I am married to a fitness guy. I never would have thought I would have married someone in fitness because I don't like working out. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm being transparent here. I do not. I do not like working out. However, again, I know that it's good for me. And so I'm going to share some tips with you because I know that it works. And because my husband uh, went to school for sports medicine and he's a fitness trainer, he owns his own faith-based fitness facility. 
And so I'm going to share some nuggets with you that I believe is going to be really helpful for you if you are interested in taking a healthy, a healthier journey, I would say this year. So before I dive into all those tips, I do want to say for me personally, and I want you to think about this as well, a fitness goal for me is I want to lose about 30 to 35 pounds. I do. And some of you may say, what? I can't believe like you don't look like you need to lose 30 to 35 pounds, but I do. I do. I'm small at the top, but I'm wider at the bottom. Um, And so uh, and I've been eating a lot of cakes and cookies and, you know, the holidays we just got through with all that, but I was eating good before the holidays. Okay. So I have definitely put on some weight and I want to lose it and I can see it in my face. Oh my gosh, my face is fat, all the things. And again, this is not about vanity, but this is just a, a personal fitness goal that I have. And, um, and again, I want to be fit for the call. Uh, I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to be healthier and I want to take care of my temple. And so with that being said, I want to lose 30 to 35 pounds. And I have already prayed this morning and asked the Lord because I'm starting a 21 day journey just starting today um, and incorporating that with a 21 day fast as well. And so, um, so yeah, I'm growing spiritually and I'm growing uh, physically as well and all of these things. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into what it could look like for you and for me this year as we grow in a physical way, right? In a good way is what I want to say. All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing that I want to tell you is to renew your mind. That's going to be the first thing, because again, like I said in the beginning, I personally do not like working out, but I have to renew my mind and get over it so that I can go put in the work. And the other part is, um, if you are going to read these books and get this knowledge and understanding and all this stuff, right? Even as it relates to like health and fitness books and magazines and things like that, that's going to help you. Then you have to apply it in order to see the difference. And the slogan that we have for the fitness facility is true performance, true results. That's the tagline. That's the slogan. However you want to look at it, true performance, true results. When you perform, you are going to see the results. If you work out and you eat right, you are going to see the results. Okay, makes sense. So if you don't put in the work, you're not going to see the results. If you don't eat right, you're not going to see the results. And it may be like, and if you are doing something that doesn't have that consistency or that combination, then I'm sure there are ways that you can do it by just doing one. I'm sure there are all kinds of fitness plans out there and I'm not knocking them. If it works for you, hey, go for it. But I know what works and I know what has worked for me and I know what my husband has taught. And so I'm just sharing these suggestions. It's not something that is legalism or something that you have to do. It's not by law, anything like that. But I do want to share what I know has worked for me and has worked for us, okay? And so one of those things that I want to share is, like I said, is to renew your mind. The other part is to prepare your workout clothes ahead of time. Yes, I want to say that. And you probably never heard that before, but I'm going to share it with you today. Okay, that's right. I want you to prepare your workout clothes ahead of time. And why? Why is this so important? Because if you don't know what you're going to wear, you're going to be fumbling around, especially if you have to get to the workout, if you're trying to get out before work, or if you're working from home and you're trying to go ahead and get to the gym, you're thinking about, okay, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? Where's the clothes? You know, all this stuff. And if you prepare ahead of time, then you have less stress. Sometimes what I do is I will get dressed like in my workout gear and do the work, right? Like I'll sit at my desk because I work from home. And I will do the work and I will. And when I say work from home, I'm in ministry. I'm very ministry focused. Um, I thank God for the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, and so I will get dressed 
and I mean, tennis shoes and all. And I will sit here and I will work until it's time for me to go work out because I know that that can get in the way of my workout because I'd be like, oh, what am I going to wear? What am I going to put on? Uh, I got to take time and all the things, right? And then I got to drive over there and do all the stuff. It's all the things. So think about what you're going to wear before you work out. And then the other thing is to prepare your routine ahead of time. What are you actually going to do if you're going to work out from home? Think about that. Are you going to work out to a videotape? I have tapes. I'm old school, okay? And so I have DVDs and I work out at home. So I have a combination of going to the gym. I go to my husband's gym sometimes. Well, it's a new year, guys. So I am looking to be at the gym at least two to three times a week. And I'm going to really pray about that because I'm going to be transparent here. Consistency has just been a hard thing for me when it comes down to working out. Because remember, I don't like working out, even though I am married to a fitness guy. Um, But... I know that is best for me. So anyway, I'm going to try to commit to going to the gym, my husband's gym, anywhere from two to three times a week. And the rest, I'm going to work from home because I'm very busy. Listen, I have the free life management planner for a reason. I am a busy Christian woman working. All right. (laughs) I also know what it's like if you're working outside of the home. So I get it. If you work outside the home, trying to do all these things, but mix it up. You know, if you feel like I can't get to the gym, it's okay. Go ahead and consider doing something at home. Maybe picking an online workout. You can go to YouTube. You can, you know, buy a plan from someone that you know or someone that you've been watching that you can work out online and do their program. However you want to go about doing it, but just prepare your routine ahead of time. All right, let's move on. The next thing I would say is to set your time. When's going to be the best time for you to work out? For me, it's the PM. For you, it may be the AM. So what does it look like for you? It may be the lunch hour. It might be early in the morning. It might be, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock at night. It might be later than that. You know, once the day is completely over, when the kids are asleep, what does that look like for you? And then decide how many days that you're going to work out. I kind of talked a little bit about that. Um, But for me, I want to work, especially with this 21 day journey that I'm about to be on. Like, I know what it's like and I know I can burn this weight off. And so the way that I'm going to go about doing it is working out five to six days a week. Now, I know I'm going to burn a lot, a lot of calories, a lot of fat off, all of those things. I'm going to start seeing some dress sizes go down, all of those things, because, again, I know it works. So five to six days a week, if you can do four to five, again, I want you to consult a doctor. Trust me, consult a doctor if you have any health issues or anything like that. Don't take my advice for it. Just go and seek, you know, some wise. I talked about that wise counsel. Go ahead and get that from your doctor if you feel like you need that. Okay. The next thing I would say is to prepare your meals, prepare them for the week. And some of the things that I would just tell you, because I didn't have this kind of written out, but I'm going to share with you uh, things to when you're losing. Okay. Maintenance is different, but when you are trying to lose weight, you have to watch out for um, the sugar, the bread, the pastas, uh, things like that. So you want to like eat lean meats. You want to eat fish or shrimp, um, meat, you know, by itself, not adding the starches. Now, do add starches, I will say, but try to do it earlier in the day instead of late at night so it doesn't stick to you. And then consider giving up sugar. And what I mean by sugar, you don't have to go to the extreme, but consider giving up the cakes, the pies, the cookies, the the candy, you know, the chocolates, unless you're going to eat dark chocolate, but even be wise in that, right? But if you're going to be on a goal to lose the weight, then you have to minimize the carbs. You do. 
but find a good nutritional plan. I do have a nutritional plan inside of my life management planner. I have a fitness plan, all that stuff in there, some things that I'm sharing with you now and more tips in there as well. Um, but definitely do that. And then you can also do some new healthy recipes, like have some fun with that. Pick up a couple of magazines when you're like in the grocery store, look at some magazines that are on the rack and see what are going to be some good, healthy recipes or pull up some that's online or switch recipes, you know, uh, with other people or women that are wanting to join you on your journey and have some fun with that. Uh, you can also download a tracker, like a fitness tracker, if you want to do that. Um, but I definitely want to encourage you to get healthy this year. One of the books I do, actually two books I want to recommend to you that I'm actually going to be reading as well. And one is called Food, Fitness, and Faith for Women. And it's a 21-day journey to a new you. You can go ahead and grab both of these resources that I'm going to share with you today on Amazon, okay? The other resource is 21 Practical Ways to Look and Feel Better. And that is by Larry J. Koenig. And again, you can get both of these books on Amazon. All right. The last thing that I'll tell you before I head on out of here is to maintain it. Okay. So once you lose the weight, once you get to your goal, you want to maintain it. And maintaining is really about keeping your body intact, right? Not going crazy. It's not that you can't have a cookie or a slice of cake and things like that. When you are trying to lose the weight, you're not on maintenance. You're actually trying to lose. So you want to stay away from all the sugar stuff, right? And like chips and all that stuff and Cokes, like drink water, you know, um, be limited on, you know, what your intake is as far as uh, drinking in regards to like coffee and creamers. I like coffee in my cream. I, hold on. I do. I do like coffee in my creamer actually, because <laughs> I like a lot of cream in my coffee, but I have to limit my cream. You may even want to go down to like a powder creamer instead of like international house, you know, coffee creamer, which I love French vanilla. Um, but my point in saying that is, you know, maybe you drink tea or maybe you'll switch to tea, like a green tea or something like that. Um, however you want to go about doing that, but think about like your intake, but I would say drink a lot of water, 100% drink a lot of water. I'm going to be doing that as well. And, um, cut out the soft drinks. That's what I was saying. Cut out the, the soda, however you want to say it. I'm from the South. I'm from New Orleans. So we say soft drinks. So cut that out. All right. And, um, watch your rice, do it, but just not as much. Okay. Stay away from those pastas, stay away from those processed foods, things like that as much as you can just be healthy. I want to say in every way, before I get out of here, I just want to say this grow grow sister. If you're a brother listening to this, grow, grow spiritually this year, grow professionally, ministerially, grow personally and grow physically. Okay. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really, really do hope you enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to go ahead and grab my free and newly revised life management planner for busy Christian women, because trust me, guess what? I know, I know, I know life gets busy as we do all the things that God has called and created us to do, but we can do it. We can do it with God. We can do it with the power of the Holy Spirit, and we can do it with helping each other and encouraging one another, right? All right. So grab it today and I'll talk to you next time. 
Well, I pray that this episode has helped you. Also, if you need prayer or just want to let me know how this episode has served you, you can email me directly at insideoutwithcourtney at gmail.com. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media, subscribe to the Inside Out with Courtney podcast and blog, and don't forget to tell other women about it. I'd also love it if you could leave a review and also don't forget to grab a freebie of your choice at CourtneyRichard.com. If you're hosting an event, let me know all about it by visiting CourtneyRichard.com slash booking. Now, before I go, I just want to take a quick moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with me on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. And let me tell you something, they've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. All right, and that's it for now. Until next time, remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So let's get ready from the inside out. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.